what I'd like to do now is to go straight to our weekly Earth Watch, where there's actually some good news. There's a victory that our guests will tell us about. I'd like to welcome Matt Simmons, who is a staff attorney with the Environmental Protection Information Center, known as EPIC. At EPIC, he is focused on using his law degree to make life as difficult as possible for people who want to harm the environment, whether it's private companies, misguided state agencies, or the federal government, no matter who's in charge, I guess that means what party is in charge, and he's ready to use every legal tool at his disposal to defend the unique ecosystem of Northwestern uh, California. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and we'd like to thank the Global Justice Ecology Project. We partner with them for our weekly Earth Watch and our weekly Earth Minute. So, Matt, uh, tell us about this um, CAL FIRE withdrawing three of its logging plans um, in Jackson Demonstration State Forest. First of all, tell us where that is and why is that significant? Why is that seen as a victory of sorts, Matt? Yeah, uh, so Jackson Demonstration State Forest is a uh, roughly 50,000 acre forest located in Mendocino County uh, between the towns of Fort Bragg and Willits. Uh, it's owned by the state. So this is your forest. It's everyone in California's forest. Uh, and currently it's managed by Cal Fire as a industrial timberland. Uh, so I know most people hear Cal Fire and they think of firefighters, uh, but Cal Fire actually has a timber wing of the agency that does a lot of logging. Uh, and so uh, EPIC has been involved in a campaign for about a year and a half uh, to try to change the management of Jackson uh, to be less focused on industrial forestry and more focused on conservation, uh, environmental justice for the Native American tribes who are you know, indigenous to the region, uh, climate change, just focus on all the other values that we really should be using our state lands for. Right. And so, you know, tell us also about the, the coalition. A coalition uh, came together, the Save Jackson uh, Coalition, that uh, played a big role in all this. Yeah. So this is something I'm actually really proud of is, you know, I think a lot of the times in environmental movements, all the different people, all the different uh, stakeholders can be really separated from each other. You know, you'll have very different interests talking about different environmental things. But this is a case where you have a lot of really diverse interests all working together. Um, so you have environmental nonprofits like Epic, you have uh, neighboring, uh, you know, neighbors to the forest who are directly impacted because they live right there. And then you also have the Native American tribes who, you know, are the true uh, original people of the land who've been managing it since time immemorial. Uh, and in this case, we've, we've been able to all work together towards the common goal of stopping the destructive logging and, you know, transforming the forest into something more um, conservation oriented and, and focused on all these other values. Right, right. And um, so people can, you know, well, before I ask this about how people can get in touch with Save Jackson Coalition, is the work done now, given what has been released at these three controversial places located in Jackson Demonstration State Forest have been withdrawn, right? So 
is your work finished here or do your demands go further than that? No, we're, we're, we're just getting started. So they, they usually sell about six or seven plans per year in the forest. And there's a whole bunch that were already sold more than a year and a half ago that we're still fighting. And then there's potential future ones that they're writing now and that we're going to have to fight as they come up. These are just three that, you know, we're sort of, they're the ones that we all commented on right when the campaign started. It is a huge victory and a, and a huge relief for folks. One of the plans was directly adjacent to a really popular state park that a lot of people like to camp at. And, you know, people would have been hearing chainsaws and loud logging happening while they were camping in the woods. And, you know, no one wants that. So I think a lot of people are, are really relieved that these plans have been withdrawn. But our hope is to change sort of the underlying management plan for the forest so that, you know, going forward, these sorts of plans don't get proposed again in the future. Yeah. And I mean, I imagine too, I mean, it's, it's great. You're, you're absolutely right. Nobody wants to go camping and be having, hearing this noise and the dust, et cetera, coming from loggers. But what about the, the ecosystem? And the, the importance of it in, in this particular area, I mean, basically just saving the trees and the impact on the ecosystem. Can you say a bit more about that, Matt? Yeah, so there, there's all sorts of reasons why this logging is, is bad for the ecosystem. So this is a coast redwood forest, which, you know, California is sort of famous for its redwoods. They're the largest trees in the world. They store and sequester a ton of carbon. They're also home to a lot of unique species, the northern spotted owl probably most famously. Logging also has really bad impacts on water quality. And this is a forest that's home to some of the last coho salmon in California, which is, you know, both an important fish in the ecosystem, but then it's also really important for the Native American tribes that live up here. And so the idea that we're going to, you know, help contribute to the extinction of this species by logging just doesn't really make any sense to me. And especially, you know, it's one thing on private timberlands to be doing this, but it's a whole other thing for the state of California to be doing this on its own land, right? You know, I think we we expect more from our state government. Right. And and finally, too, how important was the, I understand, the a band of the Pomo Indian, Coyote Valley Band from the Pomo Nation were involved in, in this fight. How important was that? And why were they involved? I think that was what made this fight possible. I, I think it was so incredibly important. So the, the Coyote Valley Band of Pomo Indians, you know, they're one of the local tribes that, you know, historically lived in the forest. You know, there's still trails that cut through the forest that go back to, you know, pre-colonization. There's areas of the forest that have these large tan oak trees that produce a ton of acorns. And people can look at them and tell oh, these trees are here because of the prescribed burns and the tending that, you know, Pomo have been doing in the forest since time immemorial. You know, it wasn't that long ago that, you know, these areas weren't colonized and, and were, were, you know, undisturbed. And so I think it's essential for environmental organizations like Epic to always partner with the local tribes in order to make sure that our advocacy is you know, both respectful and then also, you know, that we're working together towards these these common goals. It makes us more successful and it just makes it a better thing when we do succeed, right? Because we get a better outcome. Right. Well, we are going to have to, to leave it there, but, but very quickly for Epic's work, are you focused only in Northern California or does your work 
go beyond Northern California for, for the organizations. Yeah, we're, we're mostly uh, focused on Northwestern California. There are, you know, state agencies that have a statewide reach that we, we deal with and comment on their issues. But we are a okay. grassroots organization that's pretty small and, and located in Northern California. Right. Well, we so much appreciate your work and congratulations to you and to the Pomo Nation and others that were involved in this fight. And I'm sure, as they say, the struggle continues. Thank you so much for joining us, Matt Simmons. Thank Thank you. you for having me.